are just about set. Carroll won the coin toss, but they've deferred. And so it will be north side getting the football first. Carroll will kick it going left to right as we sit high atop Carroll Stadium. Beautiful new facility in its second year of existence. Holds about 6,500 people. About 4,800 of those can be seated on the home side of the stadium. And, Shannon, just looking at the crowd, I'd say Carroll has done their job to fill the 4,800 on this side. North side, a little sparse. They're, they're uh, right now probably sitting at about a quarter of what the seats are over there, somewhere in the vicinity of 1,700, 1,800 seats. No question. Neon Nation is uh, very loud and proud right now in the, in the Carroll sideline. Sebastian Lopez is going to kick it off, and it's his job to kick it over everyone's head, and here's the boot. Deep, curling, and it does make it into the end zone, and that's going to be the job for Sebastian Lopez all night. Take away the north side return game. And so the legends will start at their own 20. Bodie Dickerson, a 6'4", 200-pound senior. As we said, great game last week, 15 of 21 for 190 yards, a touchdown, but most importantly, no picks. Yeah, he was very consistent last week and had a little bit on the ground. Jonte Lambert will line up in the backfield, 5'11", 180-pounder. He's just a junior. They'll line up with Trips bunched to the right. Single receiver, Demarion Jones, lines up to the left. It's the handoff. Good hole for Lambert. He pulls a tackler across the 25 out to the 27-yard line, running it behind the right tackle, Jeremiah Adams. It's a seven-yard pickup and a first or a second and three for Northside. Yeah, good first productive play there. Biggest thing is ball security. Lambert's got to make sure he has that ball tucked high and tight. A little loose there. This time the trips will come to the wide side over on the left. It's the near side as we look at the field. One defender, three receivers. Interesting, and they will hand it off. Up the middle, Lambert pounds right behind his center and gets taken down after a short gain. A yard, maybe two. They'll give him the 29 for a two-yard pickup. It's going to bring up a third down and a yard to go. Yeah, it looked like uh, they got a little bit better push up front there. Pesky, the defensive end, junior, 6-2-2-20, was right in there on the stop. Still lining up with the spread, the trips to the left, single receiver to the right, and a lone back on the right shoulder of Dickerson is Lambert. They'll go to a screen game. Tay Johnson to the catch, bounces off a tackle, heading to the sideline. He's at the 40 and tackled out near the 42-yard line. 13-yard pickup on third and one. And the throw actually led Johnson right into the back of the blockers. He bounced off them, but it screened off the Carroll defenders enough that Johnson got some room to run out near the sideline and turned it into a 13-yard pickup. Yeah, it wasn't a, a great throw, and the timing was kind of off, and what happened there was Carroll got caught up inside, and that's he got outside and big yardage. First and 10, north side at the 42. Handoff Lambert. He's hit in the backfield and take it down for a loss. Subtract two on that play as Carroll blasted through. It was Ashton Pasetsky 
and Solomon Aduma that combined to get into the north side backfield and take down Lambert. A two-yard loss back to the 40. He'll bring up a second down and 12. Yeah, they came with their run, run blitz, and Northside didn't have the answer. Now they'll spread the formation with four receivers, three to the wide side on the right, one to the left. Drop back, Dickerson looks to throw. He'll scramble over to the right, being chased, throws late, far sideline, and it's incomplete. Pass was low right at the sticks at the Carroll 48. Tried to get it out to Tay Johnson, but the pass not accurate enough for Johnson to make the grab. Now it's going to bring up a third and long for the Legends. Yeah, this is the situation where Northside, they they cannot find themselves in third and 12 and more all tonight or they're going to have a hard time. they got to get better better conversion yardage on first and second down. Once again, trip receivers bunch up wide to the right. It's Jones, the lone receiver, lined up near side left. Drop back Dickerson, looking, looking, steps up in the pocket, lobs it down the near sideline. Got a man, caught by Lambert. He's free, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Jonte Lambert, 40 or 60 yards. Touchdown, north side. The coverage broke down on the little bit of scramble by Bodie Dickerson when he stepped up in the pocket and a nice little touch pass over the defender leading Lambert down the sideline and Lambert's speed gave Carroll no chance to catch up. They uh, they blew their coverage. There's a linebacker number uh, on the outside there. They were in a two-man and that's the, the man that you've got to have control of and man, it, it was just too easy. It'll be Ramirez on to try the extra point. Bad snap. Now a scramble drill. Tay Johnson, the holder, looks for the end zone, dives, and let's see if we get a signal. There's nobody actually on the sideline. So they didn't get a good look at it looking right down the plane, but the officials come in and say no. He was short, so no good on adding extra point, and that could be a difference in this ball game. You've got a great kicker, all-conference for Carroll. 6-0, 9.25 remaining, opening quarter here at Carroll. Northside, the early lead. Carroll gets the football next on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with a push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Northside goes 80 yards to take the early 6-0 lead over the Carroll Chargers. The big play, the 60-yard touchdown reception for Bodie Dickerson to Jonte Lambert on a third down and 12 play. Now Northside to kick it off. Carroll's going to get the ball for the first time. Short boot. Taken at the 13-yard line. Down the far sideline, 20, 25, 30. Sidesteps a tackle and then gets knocked out of bounds as he gets to the 35. 
It's about a 23-yard return of the kick. Good field position for Carroll, looking to answer the Northside score. Yeah, Northside did a great job. It took advantage of a mistake by Carroll in their coverage, and Lambert takes it for 60. That's a huge, huge score for them, and it was third and 12. Well, and it kind of also gives you an example of how Carroll's defense has to rotate over. The safeties were totally on the other side of the field where you had number three, Tay-Tay Johnson. From the left hash, first and ten for the Chargers with Jimmy Sullivan on for the first time. Nate Starks, the lone back. Play action, throw deep. They're going over the top, and it's incomplete too far for the intended receiver. Gabe Starks running a fly pattern on the very first play, and Sullivan got drilled as he let go of that one. He gets up. He's holding the helmet. Yeah. I think he felt that one right in the ribs. Yeah, that's uh, that was kind of a late hit as well, but uh, they're going to have to protect him better. Second down and 10. Carroll has the football from their own 35. Receiver Cooper Rudolph across the formation, right to left, handoff to Starks. He spins through the line of scrimmage and takes it out for about a three-yard gain. Give him two. They say he was down to the 37. So two-yard pickup for Nate Starks, the 5'7", 160-pound sophomore running back. It's third down and eight for Carroll. Yeah, that was Brayshawn Bassett who came off the edge on that first play. And like you said, he gave a hard hit. Sullivan in the gun. Lone back is Starks. Drop back Sullivan. Looks. Throws the screen. It's completed. Starks has it. Picks up a block. He's at the 40. Dives to the 45. That's what he needed for the first. He's going to be short, but there's a flag, and we might have that late hit you were talking about. It is. Roughing the passer. Sullivan threw it, and the defensive end coming from the backside never slowed down. Took down Sullivan after he let go of the football, and that's going to tack on 50. 15 and a first down for the Carroll Chargers. Yeah, it was Brayshawn Bissett. No, it wasn't. It was the tackle that came in late and got him. Devon Haney Jr. is the one that got called on that one. They move the ball to the north side 40. Carroll down 6 to nothing with 8.36 on the clock. We're in quarter number one. First possession for the Chargers. They started it at the 35 after a good return of a short kick. Shotgun snap for Sullivan, and he's going to give it to the running back. Starks just dives behind his right guard out to the 37, maybe 38. He picked up about two or three on the play. Not a lot of running room, but, you know, sometimes you're just kind of establishing a baseline with plays like that, Shannon. Yeah, and then the next thing is you got... <laughs> everybody, everybody's sucking into the middle. Yeah, Steely can come in there and run around you. <laughs> From the right hash, second down, we'll call it eight. Drop back Sullivan. Over the top, got a man, and it is caught by Hansen. Hafner, Hansen Hafner makes the catch tackle inside the one. 37 yards on the completion over the top. And again, they've tried to get over the top multiple times, Shannon. I think they believe they can beat these safeties deep. And they've got a quarterback who's pretty accurate deep down the field. He dropped it in perfect for Hanson Hafner that time. Yeah, they did a good job with the motion. Ran like a little switch route. 
and Hafner got up the hash. A great throw. Power formation for side one. They give it to the second man battling, trying to find the end zone. It was Braden Steely, and Steely got taken down right at the one, so no gain at all on the first and goal play. It's second down and goal. Carroll looking to get it tied, possibly take the lead. A 6-0 north side lead. Chargers, second and goal from the one-yard line. Under center is Sullivan. Three backs line up behind him, double tight end. Quarterback sneak. Did they get enough of a push to get Sullivan in? Yes, touchdown! From a yard out, quarterback Jimmy Sullivan calls his own number. And a good push by the interior of that Carroll offensive line. Jonathan Scott, Jake Wilson, Jaden Barkalo. And the Chargers have tied it up, and an extra point could put them in front. And aided by the backfield pushing <laughs> with Dylan Bennett back there, who's no uh, <laughs> no slouch in the weightlifting department. Sebastian Lopez could have tied the extra point to take the lead. Cooper Rudolph will hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good, and the Carroll Chargers answer the opening score by the Northside Legends. Carroll makes it one better. They get the touchdown and the extra point with seven minutes on the clock in the first quarter. It's 7-6 Chargers on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. As a business owner, you have three goals in mind when purchasing insurance. Industry expertise, prompt service, and comprehensive coverage at a reasonable price. Central Insurance can help you meet these goals and more. From their expert claim staff and superior loss control services to a wide array of coverage offerings and competitive pricing, you can rest assured Central will go to work for you. In the Fort Wayne area, Poopy Insurance Services is your local Central Insurance agent. Contact them at 486-7488 or find them on the web at hoopy-insurance.com. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Seven minutes on the clock of the opening quarter. It is Northside scoring on the opening drive to take a 6-0 lead. Carroll responds. They've taken a 7-6 advantage, and now Carroll to kick it back to the Legends. Here's the kick. High, deep kick, and it will be taken at the one. A chance in the return game for Tay Johnson. Across the 15, the 20. Finally tackled out near the 25-yard line. 24-yard return on the kick. And I'm sure that uh, you kind of hold your breath if you're Carroll's <laughs> sideline when you know the kick doesn't quite make it to the end zone. To Lopez hitting it into the end zone. And when you said... Fielded, I had to stop. So they do get it at the 25. Touchback, of course, would have been at the 20. First and 10 from the right hash. That means they'll send three receivers to the left. They won't bump them. They'll spread them with a single receiver to the right, a lone back, Jonte Lambert, and it's Dickerson to throw. Steps up in the pocket of pressure, throws. Uh, Johnson to the catch at the 30. Wow. He sprints across the field. He's got open space, 50, 40, 30, and steps out of bounds over on the far sideline. Big play. Tay Johnson almost misdirection. Johnson came like he was going to bring it to the near side and reversed, went the other way. 
play, and he found a lot of open space and turned that into a 50-yard game. Yeah. Correction, 45-yard game. Kind of just like a little curl route that he just found the void in and sat there, and Dickerson found him. Big play. And a good job by Dickerson. Avoiding pressure in the pocket. Hand off up the middle. Lambert runs in the back of his blocker and then falls forward to the 27. That's three yards on first down for Jonte Lambert. Second down and seven. 6.25. The clock runs. And probably appropriate. We've got this kind of game starting out with it being U.S. Open week. Because it's kind of like a tennis match. Yeah. A little volleying going on here. From the Carroll 27, they'll go jet sweep, bringing it to the near side, cutting it up behind the block. Big hit and a tackle at the 25 after a two-year game. On the run, it was uh, Jamari Pearson. He's just a 6-1 sophomore, but we do have a flag on the field, and this one is going to march off 10 against Northside for a hold. Yeah, One of those receivers that was trying to lead the way on the jet sweep. Grabbed too much of the Carroll Chargers jersey, and that uh, brought out the flag. That's a big one for Northside. You know, that was a great tackle, open field tackle by Valdez. I mean, he came up, did a great job of breaking down and exploding through the through the runner there. Yeah, he kind of just floated parallel to the runner, and when the runner cut up field, Valdez exploded and came up and took him down. Now a flag before the snap. And we've got a false start called against Northside. So they're shooting themselves in the foot right now. And, you know, Shannon, these are the things, the teams that are trying to learn to win for the first time. These are the mistakes that sometimes cost them. And, you know, Northside had it down at the 27-yard line, second down, very manageable, second and seven. But now back-to-back penalties, they're all the way out to the 42, where it is second down and 22 to go. Yeah, no question. You cannot continue to put have those mistakes from the left hash roll out to the right dickerson looks looks keeps rolling and finally throws late far sideline and it bounced off of a carroll defender incomplete carroll had everything covered that time and you know the the thing is shannon where northside's been successful is when they've They've been able to keep a wide open field. They, you know, that time they limited space by rolling out Dickerson, and it allowed... This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Back with Shanna Griffith at Carroll High School, a technical issue, but we are back. Northside moving the football. And it's been kind of crazy here, Shannon. Northside had a fourth and five. They converted but got called for a hold. They had to convert a second time, which they did. Then they got it inside the 10-yard line where it was an and-goal situation. It looked like they scored a late flag, another hold against Northside. And I believe it's that four penalties on this yeah. drive that Northside's trying to overcome. It is now second down, 13 to go. They're at the 13-yard line of Carroll, and it's Northside trailing 7-6 to six with 3.30 remaining in the first quarter. Braden Steely just came over to the sideline 
he had a dislocated finger, and the doctor grabbed it and put it back in, and he's right back out there. That tells you how tough that kid is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Steely and Valdez, you've got a pretty good tandem at the safety position for this Carroll squad. From the right hash, three receivers to the left. Shotgun snap, and it is a give up the middle. Lambert hit at the 10 and buried. And another late flag. What will we have this time? After the tackle, a late flag came in right where Lambert went down. There were no legends there. This one might be against the Carroll Chargers. A face mask called against Carroll. Now, this now it's <laughs> it's not a uh, personal foul, so they'll go half the distance or five yards from the 11 down to the 6. Now, I'm watching the replay here, and again, I, I'm i not seeing it as a, you know. Well, it happened on the far side of the field, and the official that's on the opposite side of the play on that sideline was the one who threw the flag. It was right in front of him. So they march it down. They actually put it from the 11. I don't know how they only made it a two-yard penalty, Shannon. The ball, he was tackled near the 10, and they ended up marching it off to the 8. Act like they put it half the distance or something. I don't know what's going on. Well, maybe it was from the previous spot, but it was after. I, I, well, it is the previous spot because it's going to be another second down. This time, 8 to go. Right hash. Carroll shows blitz. Here they come up the middle, and it's a rollout. Tay Johnson on the direct snap. He's running out of the Wildcat. Cuts up at the numbers to the 5, maybe even the 4. And a little wrinkle from north side, putting Tay Johnson in the backfield to get a direct snap and run it wide to the left. It's at the four, so he got half the distance he needed. It's now third and goal from the four. Yeah, just another way to get your athlete in the, involved in, in the run game. Of course, he's a talented kid. Caden Hurst lines up wide to the right with Demarion Jones in the slot. And you'll go Bodie Dickerson. Play action. A little flip to Tay Johnson. He'll take it all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. <laughs> no flags, right? <laughs> no flags from four yards. A little flip forward of about two yards from Dickerson just to get it to Johnson, who lined up near the line of scrimmage, blocked, counted to two, and then sprinted toward the outside, and Dickerson just kind of floated it to him, and then he won the sprint to the pylon. Four-yard touchdown play, and now they'll go for two in a 12-7 game. They fill up the backfield. They've got three backs. Dickerson, the pitch. Here's Lambert on a sweep to the right. He jumps over one tackler and then gets to the end zone. Lambert hurdles Steely, who came up to make the play at the three, and ends up falling forward to the goal line and is in. The two-point conversion's good, and Northside now leads it 14-7 over the Carroll charge ball on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
the PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program built for athletes who want to be the best. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and the pros, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Over 150 athletes have decided to put in the work to reach the next level with the Edge program. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one consultation. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump at Carroll High School. The Northside Legends just took it 75 yards and overcame four penalties to finally punch it in from the four-yard line. And with the two-point conversion on a nice run by Jonte Lambert, it is 14-7. Legends ahead of the Carroll Chargers. And that was a 13-play yard drive. So you add in the penalties, you're probably looking at, what, 17 there? That was a Incredible. Northside set to kick it off. A short boot. It'll be taken at about the 13 again. Here's the return. Far side. Steely crossed the 30, the 35, and knocked out of bounds out near the 39-yard line. Another uh, good return for Carroll. And Definitely a big difference in the kicking game. On one side, you've got an all-conference <laughs> kicker. On the other side, you've got a kicker struggling to put it deep on the kickoffs, and it's made a difference in field position. Last time, Carroll started at the 35. This time, they get to start it at the 39. But they're down by 7, 14 to 7, with 225 left in our opening quarter. Yeah, he's just not getting enough height on the ball to allow those defenders to get down the field. Four wide receivers to each side. Single back behind Sullivan, who drops in the pocket, looks to throw, will be chased out to the left sideline, and he just scrambles all the way out of bounds, getting back to the line of scrimmage. Nothing gained at that time by Sullivan on the scramble, and a good job in coverage by Northside. Sullivan had nowhere to go with it. Yeah, I did a good job there, and the defender over there got came in the inside gap, and he you know got let the uh, Sullivan get outside of him. Second and ten, play action, rolling all day for Sullivan. Finally throws it back to his running back, hanging out in the far left flat. Catch is made by Starks. He takes it straight up the numbers out to the 45. Popped pretty good and knocked down at the 45-yard line after a six-yard gain. And that's going to bring up a third down, four to go for Carroll. Yeah, he got back to basically his fourth option there, which was back to the opposite side. Yeah, his outlet just hanging out over there, almost uh, a yard or two behind the line of scrimmage. Roll out to the right, a throw. Intercepted by the lineman. He went up high to intercept it. Devon Doty, the senior defensive end, was rushing the quarterback, and as Sullivan threw it, Doty went up with the hands in the air, and the ball stuck, and Doty intercepts it and goes down at the Carroll 38-yard line. Just incredible. Incredible, credible play there for Northside's defense. And he had it. Sullivan had a guy wide open. And that was just one of those plays where he could only have that guy in the flat as open as he did, but just a tremendous play there. Yeah. 
Northside lines up first and 10. They're Carroll's 38-yard line. Dickerson, the rollout to the right. He looks. He throws. Home run ball to the end zone. Double coverage, and there's a late flag. Steely and Valdez both had the coverage at the goal line against Jalen Ellis, the deep receiver, but... No, it was uh, Tay Johnson they went for. They tried to go home run ball over the top, and now the flag is going to march off a pass interference penalty against the Carroll Chargers. Yeah, interesting thing there is the side judge on the boundary threw threw that penalty flag. I thought he threw his arm out (laughs) trying to get the flag down there, but threw it into double coverage there. That was a little risky. Tay did a good job of barely playing defender. 15-yard march off. They'll take it all the way down to the Carroll. 23. North side trying to make this a two-score lead and take advantage of the Carroll turnover. An interception by the defensive lineman. Shotgun snap. Hand off Lambert. Good hold for Lambert inside the 20. He puts the pads down and plows right over a Carroll defender inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. That's a 10-yard gain, and what a blast in power from the running back, Jontae Lambert. No question. Lambert got runs with a good, good, solid pad level. And like you said, he just kind of burst in through there, picked up a big first down. First and 10 for Northside. They lead it 14 to 7, last minute of the first quarter. From the right hash, two receivers to the left. They've got a wing to the right of the formation. Single back over the left shoulder of Dickerson is Lambert. He gets a handoff right up the middle. Lambert plows close to the 10. They'll mark him down at the 11 after two-yard gain. Dylan Bennett stuffed that. Second down and eight. Jeffries was also in on that tackle as they kind of brought their their run blitz there. And, you know, if uh, Dickerson can see that, you really like for him to get out of that type of play. Northside does huddle, and they've slowly approached the line of scrimmage. Clock ticks down, last 25 seconds of our first quarter. From the 11, handoff Lambert, and he's hit at the 10 and dropped, and that's Dylan Bennett. One-on-one, he came up and stuck the pads on Lambert. A one-yard gain, and Lambert getting up slowly after that play. It's going to bring up a third down and about seven to go for Northside, but that's going to be how we open quarter number Number two here at Carroll. After one, it's the Northside Legends leading it 14-7 over the Carroll Chargers. The high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans. Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive service on Limer Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E Automotive Service on Limer Road, North Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. 
The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by... We'll have to drop that out of the rejoin collection. That's the second time we've used that, and it, it isn't... Uh, it isn't a proper rejoin, so hopefully we'll get that taken care of. Here we go. Northside taking the field to start the second quarter. It is 14-7. Legends leading it over the Carroll Chargers. It is third down, seven to go from the 10. Bodie Dickerson, Northside's quarterback. Left to right for the Legends. Trip receivers to the left. They look left. Now a quarterback keeper. A draw. Dickerson hit hard as he slides baseball style at about the six-yard line. Good pop that time by Carroll's Maxton Wired. He's a senior linebacker who hit Dickerson as he went down to his slide. Of course, it's not like the NFL. You still get a little bit of a shot at him as they go down, but he was two yards short, maybe even three yards short. So it's fourth and three from the six. They need the three-yard line, and they don't have a kicker. They don't trust their, their kicking game. The ball is in the middle of the field, Shannon. You've got it at the six. This would be about a 23-yard attempt from dead straight on. And that's not much more distance than what you have if you kick an extra point. So even though you may not have a kicker that you trust to kick field goals, if there is such a thing as a chip shot, this would be one of them. Well, this is something that they've struggled with from the start of the season. And... um is the special teams aspect of it and we know that that can be a huge huge there's a timeout on the field right now so they're thinking about it <laughs> but anyway it's a key component of the of, of of the game and right now they're just for whatever reason they don't feel comfortable in that phase of it 11 23 in the clock quarter number two it's 14 to 7 Northside leads they got a chance to go up two scores if they can somehow get this in but they are going to bring the offense back out i thought maybe they'd reconsider balls at the six it's fourth down and three near the middle of the field two receivers bunched out wide each side Back there in uh, a front and back, piggyback style. Drop back Dickerson, throws on a slant way over the head of his intended target incomplete. That was just not a great decision there. Off balance sidearm, and it wasn't even close to the receiver there. And we'll have to mark that one down as, as this game goes on because, like you said, they were well within field goal range or at least a makeable field goal range. Jimmy Sullivan comes back after throwing the interception on the last possession. 
Carroll's defense has the back of the sophomore quarterback, and they stop the Legends from scoring on the turnover. But now Carroll starts from the six. There's a handoff and met in the backfield, wrapped up and dumped. And there again, Devon Doty. Yeah. He's the transfer from Bishop Lures, and he exploded off the end and got into the backfield before Starks had a chance to take the ball anywhere. He got wrapped up at the three. It's a loss of three, second down 13. He about took the handoff. That's how close it was. Shotgun snap for Sullivan. Four wide, single back. Sullivan from the end zone. Drops, looks, looks. Now he's going to have to scramble to the left. Finally gets out of the end zone onto the near sideline. He's out close to the 9, maybe the 10. Nope, they put him out at the 9. So he picked up 6 yards on that scramble. He had all day to find a receiver. And again, the north side coverage, pretty good downfield. Pretty good. They're really kind of just playing a, uh, a pretty good man's coverage out there. Sullivan did get some positive yardage of it. Third and about 8 here. There is almost no safety. Here's Sullivan rolling to the right. He's got all day. Now he sees a spell up the middle. He'll scramble up the middle of the field out to about the 13 or 14, but that's short. Yeah. He needed the 16-yard line. He's two yards shy of the stick. Yeah, it's uh, this definitely has a different feel to it already from last week. Carroll's offense is really, after that first drive, just kind of sputtering around. There's no rhythm to what they're trying to do. They're going to have to punt with the heels of the punter. Lopez at the goal line. Good snap. He does get the oh, kick away, no. but it's straight up in the air. Popped it up. It's going to go to the near sideline, and let's see. It's going to be marked somewhere near the 30, I believe. That was 32, 31, or 32-yard line. And they get a break because I saw where it went, and they got about an extra five yards out of that punt that they probably didn't deserve. But Northside, for the second straight time, will have great field position. They failed after getting the interception with a short field. Now they get a short punt, a rarity from Lopez. But remember last week, Lopez in the same position of the field fumbled a snap and then ended up with a safe could be. Right now, Carroll as a whole is just not, I don't know what it is, mentally into it. 9.55 remains, second quarter, 14-7. to Northside the lead, and now the ball. First and 10, drop back Dickerson. Over the middle, throw, and it's caught by Johnson, but Brayton Steely came up and put down the hammer to hit Johnson hard. And Johnson felt that one. Yeah. He got up and then went right back down to the ground on his knees. That was a huge pop, a little dump over the middle to the 20. And upon the catch, just as the ball got there, Steely came up and popped Johnson. He didn't see him coming, and boy, does that... I felt that one up here, Shannon. <laughs> well, he had one of those hits last week, and uh, Johnson there really needed to settle and got the wind knocked out of him. But there's the type of hit that can energize your team and energize the sideline because right now there's just no energy uh, on Carroll's sideline, and uh, now they're first, to, you know, first and ten from the twenty. It's a 14-7 Northside lead over the Carroll Chargers here at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex. On the campus of Carroll High School, Northside trying to improve to 2-1 and one 
after a three-game stretch to start the season against Snyder, Dwinger, and now Carroll. And, boy, if they win this game, Shannon, they've got to be thinking the what-ifs in week oh. one. Two two-point tries that were both dropped that could have given them a victory against the Snyder Panthers. Tay Johnson is up, and he's walking on his own power over to the far sideline. I think you're right, Shannon. I think that's one where he started to get up and realized he had no wind. <laughs> yeah. It was all just knocked out of him by Braden Steely, who came up with a huge hit. Well, they need to – hopefully that was it. They can get him over there and get him some water and get him back in there because, as we know, he is a major, major positive for their offense. The positive for Northside is they got a first down at the 20-yard line. Four receivers to each side. Tay Johnson sits on this play. Dickerson will drop and look to throw. Here comes the pressure. Dickerson rolls and now unloads late, just throws it away on the near sideline. He got hit after he released it, immediately turned around and looked at the official. Northside got called for a roughing the passer in a pretty similar spot. That time, Royce Jones, the defensive lineman, made his presence known to Dickerson as Dickerson threw it away. Yeah, I think they were, he was hoping that the yellow flag was going to come out of the referee's pocket, but that was a pretty clean hit. 9.31 on the clock, quarter number two. A 14-7 Northside lead. Legends with the ball, second down and 10 from the Carroll 20. Four wide, single back. Uh-oh. Bad snap, back to get it, Dickerson. He will jump on it back at the 33-yard line. And that's going to cost Northside 13 yards. And we saw penalties that were a problem for Northside, although, you know, they had the penalties that we kept thinking were going to be the the killer in that early drive, and they kept overcoming them. Now can they overcome a bad snap, bringing up a third down and 23 to go? Well, he was motioning for the wide receiver to go in motion, and while doing that, the center went ahead and snapped the ball, and uh, that led to the big loss there, but, you know, the last two drives they've taken over at the 38 and the 32 got it inside the red zone and come away with zero points we're going to have a timeout called by Northside. 8.46 remains. Quarter number two. Legends leading it 14-7 over the Carroll Chargers. This is the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Does your business rely on costly equipment and technology to operate? Protect your business and your budget with equipment breakdown coverage from Central Insurance. It's bottom line protection should your critical business systems fail. For your security Security, protection, and peace of mind, trust Central Insurance in the Fort Wayne area. Hoopy Insurance Services is your local central agent. Contact Hoopy at 486-7488 or find them on the web at hoopy-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for over 40 years. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
With Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump, Matt Klingenberger, our studio producer. It's Northside facing a third down, and we'll call it 22 with the ball sitting closer to the 32 than the 33. 846 remains in the second quarter, and I'm sure for Northside, what they're thinking is getting it in two downs. They don't have to get the total 22 yards on one play, but they want to set up a manageable fourth down. Dropping back Dickerson. Looks. He is going to go for the home run. Throws it deep and puts it up. Intercepted at the goal line. Intercepted by Valdez. And a bad throw by Dickerson. He just basically laid it out there to the goal line toward the pylon. And Valdez was the only guy who had a chance to catch it. Interception saves the day for the Carroll Chargers. They're still down by just one score with 8.35 remaining in the second quarter. Yeah, that one was a little bit of a head scratcher on why they went to that right then and there. Big turnover. Again, tough field position after Valdez was tackled around the 8-yard line. First and 10 for the Chargers. And a quick throw far side. Caught by the outside receiver. That is Hafner making the catch. And they're just trying to get some breathing space right now. And they get five yards on that quick out route to Hafner. Yeah, that was a nice quick throw. And right on time to get his confidence back. From the right hash, second down and five. Drop back, and they'll throw it again. This time they throw the slant to Hafner, and he makes the catch, a tough catch. He had to adjust to the football slightly behind him, but he comes up with it for a gain out to the 22 and a first down. Huge. First and 10 from their own 22-yard line. Sullivan drops, throws, and that time it was too wide for the receiver who had a sit route. Just uh, the slot receiver went about four yards, turned around, but the ball was wide of him. Tried to get it to Gabe Starks. Incomplete pass brings up second down and 10. Chargers down by seven. It's Northside 14, Carroll 7. Drop back. They'll try to set up a middle screen. Good block to free up Nate Sparks. He's got running room right up the middle of the field. Presses the 30 and spins out to a first down at the 33-yard line. Wow, Dowdy was right there, too, to make the play. And Starks just took a huge burst. They started at their own 8. They've made it out to their own 33. First and 10. Four wide, single back. Shotgun for Sullivan, dropping and looking. Throwing it deep on the post over the top. He tried for Hirschberger and threw it about three yards too far. Again, man-to-man coverage all the way down the field. A lot of talented receivers here on this Carroll roster. Hirschberger seems to be a favorite target of Sullivan, but good coverage. Give credit where credit is due as Brayvon Bassett, a 5'11 senior corner, was right there step for step with Hirschberger. Now second down and 10. Quick drop. They'll set up a bubble screen. It's caught by Starks. He avoids one, but can't avoid the second man at the 39. That'll be a gain of about six yards and bring up a third down and four. Chargers line up quickly. Ball just inside the left hash. Looking to the sideline, getting the play call. Sullivan with a check of the wristband. 
Big third down. Third down, four to go from their own 39-yard line. And there's contact at the line of scrimmage before the snap. And it's going to be a first down gift. Mm. Courtesy of an encroachment penalty against the Northside Legends. Wow. Just not a not a great uh, great penalty at the wrong time there for Northside. They needed four, they got five, it's out to the 44, first and ten. Here comes the blitz off the edge. They pick it up. Now Sullivan, a keeper, up the middle of the field after dropping back and looking. Didn't find anybody open, so he kept it himself for about two yards to the 46, second down and eight. That was a good job by the right take tackle, Caden Abs, recognizing it, getting out, stopping Doty on the blitz. Abs just a sophomore right tackle for Carroll. Drop back, quick throw. They'll set up a screen. Again, they throw the bubble screen. Hershberger the catch, but not many yards after the catch. Out to the 50. Picks up about four yards. They'll give him five to the north side 49, but it does set up a very manageable third down and three for Carroll. Ball on the left hash. Two receivers each side. Here comes the blitz, and again, they just encroached at the line of scrimmage. This time it was Devon Doty. He got across the line, and that's going to be five yards on a third and three. And for the second consecutive series, a gift first down to Carroll. Yeah, th- these are these are just critical, stupid mistakes. Giving up yardage that they don't need to. He's offside as a game. Yeah, I think he's lining up offside. Man, they didn't even call they it. They didn't call it. Drop back. Sullivan going deep. Over the top. It's incomplete. Tried to get it to Hans- Hanson Hefner running the deep post route. But again, they've tried for the home run ball on first down. It's rarely been there. That's pretty good step-for-step coverage yeah. all the way down the field by north side. It's second down and ten. Yeah, Northside's a back house, pretty talented in the speed department. A wing to the right of the formation, two receivers wide right, and here's the handoff, the running back. It starts on the sweep to the right. He crosses the 40 down to the 38 of Northside. That's a gain of about six yards. Again, it brings up a third down and four, and I think if you're Northside, you've got to be reminded, let's not give them five on this third and four. Yeah, that time they were playing light, expecting the pass. Odie just actually played the, didn't play the run very good. That was why the big yardage came there. Sullivan, five yards deep. Again, wants to go with a hard count. Nobody jumps. Handoff to Starks. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Taken down. They sealed the hole and took down Starks for no gain. It's now fourth down and four. Ball still sits at Northside's 38. Got to think this spot in the field, Carroll may very well go for it. They're leaving the offense out there. Yeah, I would go for it here just to try to get something going. From the right hash, it is fourth down and four, and Carroll will take a timeout. So the Chargers will talk about what they want to do with 5-12 remaining in our first half here at Carroll. The Northside Legends are up 14-7 over the Carroll Chargers on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Fourth down four. Carroll on the field, ready to go for it. The lineup, two receivers wide left, one wide right. A wing on the left side and a rollout to the left. Sullivan will throw near sideline. Comeback route. Hershberger sealed the defender and made the catch of the 29 for a first down. A gain of nine. And that's taking advantage of a 6'3", 190-pound senior wideout. He went down, sealed off almost like he was boxing out the defensive back, and a good throw by Sullivan. Going quick. They'll drop back. They'll look to throw. Again, a little hitch route on the outside. They tried to get it to Hirschberger again, and this time he dropped it. (laughs) Yeah, near sideline. Didn't have praised him. (laughs) Well, again, it's second down and 10 after an incompletion on first down. But you're exactly right. You know, Hershberger's one of those guys that, yeah, you got to find him in routes because big, tall kid. From the left hash, two receivers each side, a drop back, Sullivan looking, wants to go deep, throws it over the middle, Hafter, got it, touchdown! On the post route, Hafter beat his man to the middle of the field, and a perfect strike from Jimmy Sullivan to Hanson Hafter, and the Carroll Chargers a chance to tie the game. That's the second time they've kind of hit that play to Hafner. He's finding ways to get open. Good throw, good protection. What Carroll needed. What was interesting is the sharper angle of the post route that time. They've been kind of a, a really soft angle where they've tried to beat him on the sprint down the field. That time he kind of cut it toward the middle of the field and beat him to the spot. Extra point Lopez is good, and Carroll goes 92 yards and finishes it off with a big touchdown play of 29 yards to Hanson Hafter. It's all tied up, 14 apiece with 447 remaining in the half. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Carroll Chargers have tied it up 14 apiece with the Northside Legends. Now Carroll to kick it off. Right to left, it's 
Sebastian Lopez with it teed up and his kick. A deep, high kick that sails over everyone's head and through the end zone. It'll be a touchback. Northside will bring it out to the 20. I went to DeKalb County. <laughs> Back-to-back possessions where Northside had a short field. And the last uh, series got stopped and... You know, the Carroll defense, we've talked about it before, Shannon, tough to score on, but also they're a group you can count on when you need them to bail out offensive mistakes. They've come through tonight. Yeah, you can't make mistakes against this group because they'll make you pay for it. They they have. They've had their backs to the wall and come out on the top both times. Middle of the field for Bodie Dickerson. Three receivers left, one to the right, drop back Dickerson. Now he'll run it. Finds space behind his left tackle and takes it out to the 24. That's a four-yard pickup on what was essentially a quarterback draw, whether it was called or intended. That's what the result ended up being. Dickerson, a scramble for four, makes it second and six. Yeah, it was kind of one of those quick passes that wasn't there. And like you said, then it just turns into a, a draw for the quarterback. He finds the positive yardage out of it. And we've got the clock being stopped by our referee. Not exactly sure. A broken line to game chain. See, that's why we need mics on the officials, right, Shannon? Because we'd have never had an idea what was going on or why that play was stopped. But it's the broken line to game chain. <laughs> there you go, baby. I love the mic. Second down and six from their own 24-yard line for Northside. Tie game. Handoff. Lambert. Nice hole up the middle. Lambert for first down yardage across the 30. Down at the 31-yard line. Seven yards and a late flag comes flying in. And somebody's going to get a personal foul out of this one after the play. Too much talking going on there. And that's the first time Lambert has touched the ball out of the backfield in what? Probably, what, two series? Well, we talked about it during one of the commercial breaks that Lambert has shown some effectiveness in the running game. It is called against the Carroll Chargers. Well, we've seen penalties be costly in this game. Northside gave Carroll a couple of free first downs on third down plays in that scoring drive that tied the game. As Northside jumped the neutral zone, and on third and four, you give them five, and the chains move. And here, you see Carroll give an extra 15 on yep. top of that play. The ball's out to the 46-yard line. Yeah, that's not that's when you don't like the mic, when it's against you. <laughs> <laughs> From the left hash, trip receivers bunched up to the right. Hand off Lambert. There's running room right up the middle of the field. He ran into the official. Get out he of the might way. have gone for uh, a lot more, but he hit the official and then the defense collapsed on him at the 42 yard line. But that's first down carry for Lambert right up the gut. That may be on the ESPN you've got one job and that time the official <laughs> got in the way. Get out of the way, young man. Three and a half minutes and the clock runs second quarter. We're tied up 14 apiece. North side, left to right, all white jerseys, red numbers, red helmets. Shotgun snap, Dickerson gives to Lambert and Carroll all over it. They got into the backfield almost before the handoff was completed. Leading the way, it's Ashton Pasetsky. 
And that's a loss of only one yard. But that just shows you even Lambert, when he gets hit about two, three yards yep. deep in the backfield, he knows how to fall forward. Yeah, he's a good, solid running back. And that one, they just kind of went to the well one too many times there. Second down and 11. At the 43, Dickerson looks to throw. Now rolls to his right. Here comes the pressure. He throws it late, and it is picked off. Intercepted, Carroll Chargers. Picked off. And I don't know if that was Steely. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, Wired. Wired with the pick. Again, Dickerson with an ill-advised throw, kind of across his body with the pressure coming. And threw into coverage, and Carroll intercepts it. They've got it at their own 34-yard line. They've got 237 now to play with. And it could be Carroll that takes the lead into the halftime break. I'm going to do a correction. That was Justin Anderson, number six. So my eyes are playing tricks on me tonight. Shotgun, Sullivan, the give, Starks, trying to read a block. He's going to bounce it wide to the right. Now put the foot in the ground and cut it up at the numbers across the 35 out to the 38. Picked up about five yards, maybe four yards, second down and six. Clock will continue to run, going under 220 left here in the first half. Yeah, it was just a, just a bad throw by Dickerson there. Four wide to each side. Ball's on the right hash for Jimmy Sullivan. Nate Starks, the sophomore running back, lines up behind him. Long count and a drop back. Sullivan looks, looks, pump fake. Now as he rolls to the right, pressure comes. He'll scramble down the sideline and get past the stick before getting knocked out of bounds at the 47. That's a gain of nine and a good job by Sullivan. He tried to get that ball completed, realized it wasn't there, and then decisively scrambled down the sideline to get the first down. Yeah, he's beyond his years, only being a sophomore, how calm he is there. Like you said, didn't force anything, found positive yardage, got the first down. From the 46, Sullivan drops, pressure comes, he escapes the pocket, he's being chased to the near sideline, a late throw over the middle of the field, short and incomplete. Tried to get it to Cooper Rudolph, would have been a about six or seven yards downfield, but good pressure came that time into the Carroll backfield from the north side pass blitz, and it'll be second down and ten. Yeah, I believe that was uh, Dottie again, and that time Cooper needed to come back with him because he went away from uh, Sullivan. Cooper receivers left, throw to the left, caught on a little hitch route at the north side 48, and then taking it forward, it's Cooper Rudolph inside the 45. He's going to be a half yard short of the stick. We've got a minute 30 and the clock running. It is a third down. Well, now they're moving. Why are they moving the first down? Because (laughs) they need to get to the 44, and they're a half yard down. Wait, they got to get.
get this set because now the officials will stop it because the uh, <laughs> yeah the first down crew got a little excited there. Now they're mo- now the guy with the ball markers moving. It's like no, he's okay. The guy with the down marker that marks the ball, he's okay. What are we doing? <laughs> we got to get back to the training room, <laughs> guys. If I had a telestrator, I could say this guy went here. This guy <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Madden. <laughs> okay, this guy needs to be right here, and then this guy shouldn't be moving. He stays right here while the other guys move. It is, but what we do know, it's third down and a half yard to go. And Carroll still has two timeouts left, 1:15 left here in the half, so they got plenty of time. No yeah, need North, to hurry. North Side has burned all their yeah. timeouts, so. Northside, uh, if if they give up points here, Northside's going to not have uh, very little opportunity to respond. Now, Doug Dynan just went out to ask the referee something. He said, my guys on the sideline couldn't convince you that was a first down. The <laughs> official said, no, that that isn't going to work. It was either that or they were talking about the <laughs> halftime spread. So... Carroll lines it up. It is third, a half yard in the shotgun. They'll give it to the running back. Starks Hill dances way for first down yardage to the 41, picking up three yards. Good job that time. He's, you know, he can burst. He also is patient. That time he stopped a little bit to kind of take a look, see where the best hole was, and then took it for three yards to get the first down. 5'7", 160. Roll out right. Sullivan throws incomplete, short of his intended target. Little comeback route about 10 yards downfield. That was just a bad throw by the youngin. Yeah, he threw it about a yard or two in front of his intended target. Hanson Hafner over there on the far side of the field. So now 53.5 seconds. Carroll still with their two timeouts. The clock stops. We're tied at 14 apiece. I would imagine they got to get to at least the 25. At the 41 right now. Drop back Sullivan looking, looking, surveying. Plenty of time. Now he'll run up the middle of the field. Dives forward to the 33-yard line. Picked up eight. Carroll's going to have to use the first of their two timeouts. Well, I thought they were. But well, they're, they're not. not. Yeah, it's down Hurry to 36. Up. They've lost 16 seconds. Yeah. Down to 30. Still waiting to get this snap. 29, 28. Now Sullivan drops back. Looks. He's going to go home run ball deep over the top for Hafner. And it's over his head at the goal line. Incomplete. That'll stop the clock for 23.2 seconds. Now is this fourth? It's fourth down now. Yeah. Now it is fourth down. So on third down, they go home run ball. Now they yeah. face a fourth down and two out of field goal range. Yeah, it, was it would be a 50-yarder from here. That was not a favorite call of mine. Northside chose blitz on the fourth down and two. Last 23 seconds of our first half. We're all tied up, 14 apiece. Big play here. A first down, and you might start getting into field goal range. Shotgun for the left hash. There's the snap. Sullivan rolls. He's got a lot of space. Cuts it up with the hash marks. Inside the 25. Hit and spins inside the 20. The red zone for the Carroll Chargers. They convert on the fourth down. And that had to be a breakdown in Northside's defense. They didn't seal the edge. And Sullivan, all kinds of space. Yeah. They just went with sprint option. 
great call right there to option uh, the uh, Doty on the outside. And like you said, they captured the edge. They actually blocked the pitch man. Sullivan does a great job. 16.2 seconds left. Second quarter tied up at 14. Carroll in field goal range. We'll come back to 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. First and 10 from the 20. Carroll lines up. 23 seconds left in the half. They'll throw deep corner route over the top of the intended target. Yeah, he missed that one. That was Cooper Rudolph who did behind the defensive back, but the ball too far out in front of him. Stops the clock with 11.4 seconds. We're tied 14 apiece. That was a great, really good call there. They brought the three-by-one, and they send the two outside receivers on quick ends, and the third receiver runs that corner route. He just, that wasn't a good throw for him. He he usually hits that pretty good. 11.4 seconds. Clock management important here. You can use the whole field because you've still got one timeout, and the right tackle just jumped before the snap, and that's going to cost him five. Now, from the 20 where the ball was placed, that would have been about a 37-yard kick, and Lopez with plenty of leg at 37. Now you're talking 42, and you're starting to get out toward the limits. I would say for Lopez, you've got a chance anything inside 50. Yeah, but I'd feel much better about it being inside 40. Yeah, and I think you're going to see them try to do exactly that and then take a timeout. Second down, 15 to go, and whoops! Oh, they called the timeout before the snap. Wow! With the clock stopped with 11.4 seconds, and that was their last one. Their offensive coordinator just took a timeout, and that's a costly move. Not what Doug Dynan, I think, would have wanted for clock management here late in the first half. No, I thought the play was you find something to get the ball to, like you said, down inside the 20. Even if you run Sullivan on that quarterback draw. Exactly, or the option that they ran, and take the timeout, get your field goal team out there and kick a field goal. So now what they got to do is that whatever happens here, got to be a spike. Yeah, you've got to either get out of bounds or you've got to spike it. But, you know, Shannon, usually... You need a little more time than this if you're going to run yeah. a play and try to get to the line of scrimmage and spike it. Exactly. Hey, halftime score from Lures. Lures is up 13 to 10 over the Spartans at halftime. Kind of a shocker there. Carroll lines up, second down 15 from the 25. Tie game, 14 apiece. 11 seconds remaining in the half. Sullivan drops, throws. They're going to go deep. On the go route, a good throw, and a touchdown! The completion to Hanson Hafner. 
Who needs a timeout? 6.3 seconds remain in the half, and Carroll has taken a 20-14 lead on a 25-yard fly route. Jimmy Sullivan to Hanson Hafner, his second touchdown catch of the game. Well, Hafner's all three scores. He's, uh, he's factored in it with a big play. The set and the extra point, and it's up and it's good. Yeah, big complete completion down inside the one to Hafner. Set up the first touchdown, and then he's taking care of it himself the last two. 21-14, it's Carroll the lead with 6.3 seconds still remaining in the half. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Here's Lopez's kick, and he drills it through the end zone. I know probably didn't want to take the chance, but the thought of a squib kick did come to my mind there, Shannon, with 6.3 seconds. Yeah. Now Northside can send the offense out, but they have to start from their own 20. They're down by 7. Carroll, 21. Northside, 14. Of course, when you have Lopez, we can just drill it out of the county. <laughs> yeah, but the clock did not run. So No, I know, but that may be another reason why. I'd, I, I'd be shocked if Northside tries something here. Well, they've bunched up the formation. It looks like the victory formation. They'll put Dickerson under center. He'll take a snap, and he'll go to a knee. Now, remember, Carroll did win the coin toss and deferred. So when we come back for our second half here at Carroll, the Chargers will get the ball first, already leading it 21 to 14. It is halftime at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex. Carroll trots off with a seven-point advantage. We'll come back. We'll talk about this first half, what we expect as far as adjustments, and Shannon will give you the first half scoring. Plus, still to come on the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report, we've got Matt Klingenberger with a full rundown of area scores at the half. At the half here at Carroll, it is Carroll 21, Northside 14 on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. 
Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell Gas Station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell Gas Station. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues, and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. First Responders Children's Foundation takes care of the children and families the brave ones leave at home. Help us help them. These are the beautiful voices of police officers, firefighters, nurses, and teenagers who remind us that we can come together and create harmony and unity. Brave to 24365 to learn how you can help your first responder community today. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. As the sun sets in northeast Indiana, it's halftime here at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex. And the Carroll Chargers have taken a 21-14 lead over the Northside Legends. Shannon, one thing you see with teams that are kind of on the, on the you know, coming up at this point, trying to contend is uh, those little mistakes that can make the difference between championships and non-championships. And unfortunately for Northside, They've had just enough of those that yeah. they find themselves looking up at a Carroll score seven better than them. But 
you know, not not getting back on a you know a deep cover or penalties. It's it's been a variety of things that we've seen from Northside. Well, they've had two possessions where they were actually in Carroll territory and got it in the red zone and got nothing for it. And when you're playing a team like Carroll, you've got to get points when you get those options down there. And they just didn't get it done. A bad interception was one of one of them. And then, of course, like you said, the penalties that's plagued them in this game already has been uh, a big factor as well, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, defensively, a couple of offside penalties on big third downs allowed Carroll to continue a drive that got the game tied. And then uh, Carroll comes back and uh, gets forces a turnover. And in the final possession of the first half, the Carroll Chargers take the lead 21-14. to 14. And clearly, if you, uh, you don't have to be in the film room with the coaches to kind of see what the game plan is, especially for Carroll. They believe they can take advantage of that single man-to-man coverage without over-the-top help. Yeah. Northside gambles. They they come up. They believe their athletes can outrun your athletes, and they come up and play man-to-man against all these wide receivers. And Carroll has consistently tried to get over the top and beat them deep. Yeah, and, you know, Sullivan's actually missed a couple of them that were open, but what a first half by Hafner. You know, the three big plays that he's had alone, two of them touchdowns, has set up this uh, Carroll offense to be ahead here at the end of the halftime and like you said Northside is a a very a gambling type of defense where they're going to try to create extra possessions for their offense and sometimes when you you know do that you ultimately make the big mistakes or are vulnerable to the big plays over the top right now the Carroll Charger Pride is that the band I I'm trying to remember the band name of the uh <laughs> The band that's on the field right now performing their routine to entertain fans here at the break. It is 21 to 14. The Carroll Chargers have taken a halftime lead over the Northside Legends. We've got your full scoreboard from around Northeast Indiana coming up with Matt Klingenberger back in the studio. But right now, we just want to get caught up with what's happening right here at Charger Stadium with our first half scoring. It's the coach, Shannon Griffith. Yes, and the Northside Redskins, or Redskins, there we go, Legends, excuse me, the Legends scored first tonight going on an 80-yard six-play drive. Dickerson to Lambert on a six-yard TD pass on a breakdown of coverage gave the Legends an early 6 nothing score. Then the Carroll Chargers come back at seven minutes left on a seven-play 65-yard drive with a one-yard TD run by Sullivan. That was set up by the big pass play to Hafner. The extra point by Lopez was good. It was 7-6, to six. Carroll. Then Northside answers that one. They go on a three-play 75-yard uh, drive, four-yard touchdown pass from Dickerson to Johnson. The try after two-point was good, and that resulted in a 14-7 Northside lead at the end of one quarter. In the second quarter, Carroll was all, all over the Legends. First one at 447, 14-play, 92-yard drive that was aided by numerous penalties. But this time, Hafner gets on the board from a 29-yard touchdown pass from Sullivan. The PTAT was good, and it was tied 14-14. And then with 6.3 seconds left in the half, Carroll goes on a 12-play, 66-yard drive. This time, 
Hafner again from Sullivan from 25 yards out. Lopez, the extra point was good, and that's how we ended the half. Carroll, 21, Northside, 14. One of the questions we'll have to see in the second half, Shannon, is the big hit that Braden Steely came up and delivered on Tay Johnson. It knocked Johnson out of the game, and I'm sure he's gone through concussion protocol. We thought maybe it just knocked the wind out of him. He did walk to the sideline under his own power, but we haven't seen him return to the field, and so we'll see after halftime if Northside star Tay-Tay Johnson is able to play in this second half. No question. I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking You're about enjoying the, the band performance. I was enjoying I totally the band lost performance. You. And then, you know, think about that aspect of it, how much that really losing Johnson hurts Northside from a productivity standpoint, really on both sides of the ball. So they're going to have to find ways to, to involve Lambert more because in the run game he's been explosive and then spread the ball out on the outside. So it is halftime, and Carroll leads it 21-14 to 14 over the Northside Legends. We want to get caught up with all the action around Northeast Indiana, and we're going to do that on the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report with Matt Klingenberger back in the studio. And remind you, for all the final scores, join us at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy High School Football Postgame Show Michael McIntyre will join me at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut tonight after this game ends up until 11 o'clock. We've got all your scores, highlights, and coaches' interviews, and plenty more. That's the Indiana Physical Therapy High School Football Postgame Show live at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut coming up right after this game ends. Plenty more on the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. Area Scores comes up next. We'll return with a second half here at Carroll, where the Carroll Chargers are leading it over the Northside Legends 21-14. Matt Klingenberger and your scoreboard next. This is high school football and the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to the Gorsuch Athletic Complex on the campus of Carroll High School. This is first class all the way. The team's easy access to locker rooms here at the half, plenty of concessions, and even a restroom convenient enough for the coach to make it down and back up here to the press box during the halftime break. elevator. Coach, what do you expect here in the second half as far as adjustments? Well, I was riding up with Carol assistant coaches up in the elevator, and they kind of said the same thing we had. There's just been not any type of functional aspect to the game. It's kind of been disjointed. I look for Carol to really come out the second half of this drive and try to get points in hopes that that will put the uh, start putting a nail in the coffin of the legends because if they can get a score here, it's going to do a lot of hurt for Northside trying to come back. Well, that's the thing for Northside is they've got to stay – Within two scores at the most, but, you know, they would like to keep it within a score. But uh, the health of Tay Johnson, an update, he was out and doing the warm-up, so I think Tay Johnson is going to be cleared to play. He had his helmet on. That's usually a good sign that he's gotten the okay from the medical staff to return to this game. And obviously for Northside, Tay Johnson in the passing game, but... John Tate Lambert, they have got to make sure to stick with Lambert and not give up on the outstanding running back they've got just because they've got Tate-Tay back. No question. And I think he's added a lot of spark here and there. Now, they're just running 
one running play, basically a tackle trap, and you know they've gone to the well one too many times a couple times, but he's an explosive runner that can get some hard yards for you. Poor Carroll, clearly part of their game plan, Shannon, was to try to set up situations to take advantage of the one-on-one coverage. They've done it a couple of times. They've overshot receivers a couple of times, but uh, that seems to be what they will continue to go after unless Northside decides to change the defensive alignment. And going three by one, that type of formation gives them the ability to do that. We'll take a break when we come back. We've got a second half of football here at Carroll. Again, the halftime score. The Carroll Chargers leading it over the Northside Legends 21-14 to on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Oding. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Oding. That's Edding. Sorry. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. Detroit-style pizza is finally back at Pizza Hut. If you're like me, you've been waiting 342 days for this moment. But hey, who's counting? All I know is that it's back. That crispy, cheesy crust. Those layers of toppings. All finished with a sauce on top. And best of all, you can try one of these three unique recipes like double pepperoni, meaty deluxe, or supremo. Or if you're the independent type, create your own. Pizza Hut's Detroit-style pizza is back. But it won't be here forever. So hurry. No one out pizzas the hut. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Just about ready to start our second half with Carroll leading at 21-14 over Northside. After the game, be sure to join us at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show. Scores, highlights, coaches, interviews, and more with Mac and Rump. Uh, there's no catchy way <laughs> to put those two names together. Rump and Mac? <laughs> Brett and Mac? You know, it's not like Caleb and Kenny. That just yeah. worked perfectly. Yeah. They got a little bit of a AM rise coming up here, too. Yep. Got the uh, new morning show, Caleb and Kenny, coming to 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Tuesday morning after the holiday weekend, be sure you start your work week with Caleb and Kenny debuting on Tuesday, 7 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday, on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I was telling Caleb, he's really going to have to change his whole routine up now. I I have never known Caleb to be awake to any part of this world. Prior to 8 or 8.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah. So it is going to be a bit of a, an experience for him. Yeah, he told me He told me he's more comfortable about that 10 o'clock time frame. I said, well, 7 o'clock, so you've got to be ready to roll, baby. Here we go. It'll be Northside kicking it off. After Carroll won the opening coin toss, they deferred. So with a 7-point lead, the Chargers are going to be able to have an opportunity to strike first. And the kick, high kick. Again, short, taken at the 12. Return left side, up the numbers. It is across the 30, out to the 35-yard line. And with the return, I think that was uh, Gabe Starks. Yeah. So we'll give him credit for about a 23- or 24-yard return. But again, good field position set up because of the kicking game. And you know, Shannon, sometimes... 
we kind of take the kickers for granted mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, guys just pulled off a soccer field or something. Yeah. But it does make a difference in the football game. No Carroll has started out around the 35-yard line every drive. Yeah, field position is, is critical in that regard. There's Jaden Hill. I didn't see him much in the first half. Number three. He is out there now to start the second half. Gabe Starks actually got the start over Jaden Hill tonight. Here's a bounce out to the far sideline by Nate Starks. He sprints for the stick, and he may have gotten it. A 10-yard, maybe even. Yep, 10-yard gain right at the 45. That should be a first down. Yep, 5'7", 160, and he plays like he's 190 when he runs the football because he doesn't back down from anything. He gets up in there and gets going. I like the way the kid plays. Quick. Of course, after that miscue in the first half, the chain gang a little slower <laughs> to respond. Here's Carroll, first and 10 at their own 45. Sullivan hands it off. Up the middle, big hole for Starks. Another 10-yard scamper right straight up the gut. He gets taken down just as he gets inside the north side, 45. First and 10, Carroll. I think there's your answer to what was talked about at halftime. Let's get the running game rolling. Three receivers to the left side with the wide side of the field. You got a single receiver to the right. And let's hand it to him again, this time bringing it left. Cuts oh it up to the hash marks. Good cut inside the 40. Starks will take it down and try to push the pile after being stood up near the 35. He's going to be about a half yard short of what he needed for a first down, but it's almost back-to-back to back 10-yard back games on the ground for Nate Starks, the sophomore running back. Yeah, and it's just within their framework of their offense. Nothing fancy, just great execution. From the left hash, two receivers each side. Sullivan in the gun, wow. and we've got some motion. Offsides again. North side, jump the neutral zone, and gives a, another free first down to the Carroll Chargers. This time on a second and one. Mm -hmm. They did it twice on a touchdown scoring drive for Carroll back in the second quarter. That ultimately tied the game. These are all mental errors. You, you know, watch the ball, young man. Or actually, uh, that drive gave uh, Carroll the lead. Mm -hmm. Here's the shotgun snap, first and 10 from the 31-yard line. Handoff up the middle. Starks gets inside the 30 to the 29, just two on that carry. And that's exactly maybe what Carroll wants to see. They're going to force you to jam the box yeah. and then probably try to get it over the top again. Yeah, the guy that's had a pretty good game for Northside defensively is Dowdy. He number one. He's really made a lot of plays tonight. Devon Doty, a transfer from Lures, lines up off the left end, and here he comes on pressure. Sullivan escapes. Now Sullivan runs. He's to the 25. Spun and dropped down hard and a flag on the tackle. I think you're going to have face mask. Rashawn Bassett. He wrapped up Sullivan and threw him down, but there did he did get a flag from the official right where the tackle was made at the 25-yard line. And again, Carroll may get a first down without having to run a play. Personal foul face mask called against Bassett. I tell you, Sullivan does a great job of his technique in the pocket and moving his feet to avoid rushers. He did it right there to open up a run lane. And uh, not only did he get about seven, eight yards there, but he's going to add on another 15. So Carroll knocking on the door now. 
They take it down to the 15-yard line, which, again, I'm not sure the distance. They put it at the 16. It went from the 25 to the 16, <laughs> which a third of the distance, I guess. Yeah, Ball State. They must be Ball State. <laughs> Ball State. They were in your class. Yeah. 9.52 remaining, take third it. quarter. 21-14, Carroll leads. Ball of the right, hash trip receivers to the left. Single back is Nate Starks. It's over the shoulder of sophomore quarterback Jimmy Sullivan. Here comes the blitz. Sullivan, a low snap, picks it up, throws, and completes it to Cooper Rudolph, but immediately Rudolph hit and take it down at the 12. Only about four yards on that play, but Sullivan might have saved it with a low snap down around his ankles. I think that was Tay Johnson making that play. Good to see him back in the ball game. That's the thing for the size school that Northside has. A lot of two-way players. Yeah. Second down and six from the 12. Here's a keeper for Sullivan bringing it near sideline. Can't get the edge. He finally gets chased out of bounds as he crosses inside the 10 to the 9. And a Northside player goes down out of bounds, and he's still down. And they'll stop play. And that is Brashawn Bassett, who was chasing Sullivan. Went down awkwardly, but he's up and looks to be okay. But if they blew the whistle for the injury, he's going to have to leave the game. And I think that's what the referee may be telling him right now. And he's holding his hands out saying, why? I didn't ask for anybody to stop the play. (laughs) Yeah, Bassett's upset. He's, he's, uh, as he heads off, he's not pleased at all that he's being chased from the game for a play. Yeah. Well, you can't sit down there on the sideline and... and, uh, too yeah, long. Roll over and, yeah. and look like you're in agony and not yeah. get a, well, going, a stoppage. And I can understand going both ways. Those kids, you know, like you said, you're going to see some of that. Sometimes the officials will give you a few, but I think they thought he was in a little bit more distress than he was letting on. Third down, three to go. Ball at the nine-yard line. Looking for the six for the first down. Shotgun snap, roll out to the right. Sullivan looking to throw it. Does on an out route, end zone. And what a catch is made. Great catch, and I think it's Hafner again over in that far corner of the end zone. Beat the corner on an out route. And a completion for the touchdown. And it's Gabe Starks that actually makes the catch. Gabe Starks on an out route, a senior receiver. The throw almost went through the corner on coverage, and somehow Starks made the grab for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a a great throw and better catch. Wow. Extra point drilled, and it is good. It is 28-14. Carroll did what they had set out to do here to start the second half. After deferring the opening coin toss, they take the second half kick and go 65 yards and finish with a nine-yard touchdown catch. 8.58 remains, quarter number three. Carroll's opened up a 14-point lead over Northside on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Co-heating and air conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. 
This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Kickoff into the end zone. Surprise, surprise. It will be a touchback. Trying to track over the last couple of weeks that we've seen Sebastian Lopez kick for Carroll, the returning all-conference kicker. Has he missed the end zone twice? Yeah, I was going to say twice that I can think of. Once tonight, right? And then once I think, tonight, I think he had it once last week. Right. He did not get it to the end zone. But yeah, he is, what a weapon. Yeah, he has got a powerful leg. I mean, guys that just play special teams don't even work up a sweat. With, <laughs> they like that type of guy. Yeah. First and 10, north side. They'll try a little flip forward on the reverse, and we've got a flag before the play. It's whistled dead, and I think it's going to be a false start against the Legends. Yeah. Looks like Tay Johnson because he's the one pleading his case to the near side official. Yeah. Well, going back to Lopez, what some coaches now do when they have a kicker like that, they make sure every player gets through the end zone and they watch it on tape so you can't just trot down there and turn, yeah. take a hard left at about the 30. Five-yard five <laughs> yeah, five jog and over to the bench. Get the water. Not anymore. <laughs> so it's first and 15. Ball back at the 15-yard line centered between the hash marks. Three receivers left, one receiver right. Dickerson, oh. quick throw on the bubble screen, and he threw it behind his intended target, trying to get it to Tay Johnson to set up that bubble out on the outside to the wide receiver. But uh, some pressure kind of blew up the timing of that and forced Dickerson to throw from his back foot, and he threw wild of his intended target. Yeah, and, you know, Carroll is very capable of putting a lot of pressure on you with four guys. I mean, they don't necessarily have to bring a lot of blitzes. Now, they will because they like to play aggressive, but they're pretty stout in the front four. 8.55 on the clock, quarter number three. 28-14 Carroll. Second down, 15. Drop back Dickerson. He sees a hole up the middle of the field. He runs it himself across the 20 out to the 24-yard line before he slid down. Nice nine yards for Dickerson to try to set up a manageable third down play. It's third down and six. They need the 30. They're sitting at the 24. Yeah, good decision there. Tucked it and got what he could. Got him to a manageable third down here. They really need this to get keep the drive going. Yeah, one thing about Northside, I don't think they're built to come back from more than two scores down. Big third down and six. Drop back Dickerson looking, looking, trying to find somebody open. He's got all day. Now the pressure comes, and he finally has to unload it incomplete. And that's just uh, a good coverage play by Carroll in the secondary because Dickerson had all day to pick out somebody to throw it to and couldn't find a receiver open. Yeah, and they actually, like you said, good protection, but Carroll decided just to rush three, drop eight, and uh, they covered pretty well, and he he did what he only could do was just really get rid of it and let them punt the ball here. This was the first punt, if I'm not mistaken, for Northside. Yeah, I think Carroll's had one punt, and that didn't turn out too well. A short shank off the foot of Sebastian Lopez. So now uncharacteristic. it is Northside. Dylan Scheibel is listed as the punter, but I don't know if he's in the game tonight, and he will kick it. Oh, the pressure almost got to it. It's a low line drive kick, but it takes a big Northside roll across midfield. 
Finally downed at the Carroll 42-yard line. So not a bad result. You get a 33-yard kick, nothing returned, and so Carroll takes over. They do have good field position at their own 42-yard line with 7.54 on the clock, quarter number three, and Carroll leading at 28-14. to It'd be good for Carroll to come right back out and hand it off to Starks like they did last series and rely on that run game right now. Three-man front for north side, and I think Carroll just trying to physically push them around. That's what they did on the last drive. First and 10 from the right hash, and they will give it to Starks. Mm. Bouncing it wide, and now cutting it up. Oh, what a run by Starks. Cuts it up as he gets to the outside between the hash mark and the numbers. And that cutback upfield gives him a seam, and he takes it 10 yards to the 46 of Northside. That's one thing with him. He's really got really good vision. And when he sees that seam, he sticks that foot in the ground and gets vertical. That's what I like about it. 12-yard pickup on that play for Starks. Starting to add up some numbers here in the second half. Uh And we had someone move. I think the wideout, Hanson Hafner on that far side, took a little step before the snap. And it's five yards marched off against Carroll. And the Chargers make a mistake here with 7.27 left to be played in the third quarter Uh, the the dreaded five-yard mark off on first down that gives coaches gray hairs as you can see i have Uh, one especially when it's a whiteout (laughs) yeah yeah even that's kind of like a double whammy first and 15 ball back on the carroll side of the 50 at the chargers 49 and a handoff up the middle starks looks for space bounces it to the right he's got good yardage inside the 45 close to the 40 down at the 41 of north side that's a 10-yard gain for starks but again his vision yeah he went up the middle and then bounced it quickly to the far right side where he saw the open space yeah and he they ran this right into a blitz. Dowdy had him dead to rights, and he just made a great cut and made him miss. Second down, five. Drop back, throw, outside route, bobbled, and then when he caught it, he was wrapped up and tackled immediately at the 38. That was Cooper Rudolph. Couldn't catch it cleanly on a quick out route, and because he had to bobble it and wait to collect it, the defense got there and took him down. It's third down and two. That was a great play by Newsom, the sophomore. 38-yard line of north. And there they just got some. No, they didn't throw the flag. Oh, wow. Yeah, the nose tackle jumped right over the football, and even <laughs> he hung his head knowing he had. Oh, my goodness. How do you not call that? Yeah, nobody called it. So the play continues. Again, a long count. They'll finally snap it. Fake it to Starks and then set up a screen to Starks. Starks near sideline. Gets inside the 35 to the 33. That's a first down on a five-yard pickup. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if Carroll even calls plays on third down. They just expect that Northside will jump, but they went the long count and set up a nice screen to Starks to get the first down. Here's a delayed handoff. Yeah. They give it to Starks. Now he's rolling. He's looking to throw, and he throws it to no man's land. A wild throw. And that play, you know, they tried to sneak it in there, but it was kind of a mess from the start. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what ball was trying to be accomplished there. Sullivan didn't handle the snap cleanly, I think. And then in mishandling the snap, it delayed the timing of the handoff. 
everything kind of got blown up that time, and nobody was open, so Starks just throws it over everybody's head. Incomplete. I think, North- But now we've got a flag, apparently. Yeah, I think Northside may have had too many men on the field. They looked like they were trying to get somebody off and on. and Maybe that's why they hurried up and snapped it, maybe yeah. even before Sullivan was ready. Yeah. You know, that's one, Shannon, where maybe the center realized they had an extra guy out there and just went ahead and snapped it because it was an odd exchange between the center mm-hmm. and Sullivan on that shotgun snap because Sullivan bobbled it almost as if he wasn't quite ready. That was, I think, Holly that went down... And, it, you know, I know that uh, there was a penalty. Well, and it might have been that he got <laughs> over to the far side, dropped to a knee, and maybe the officials stopped this play for an injured player. I'm not sure exactly what, because well, nobody's marching anything off. Now the referee's going to tell us. play, final substitution, defense. And five-yard penalty is assessed from the previous spot. Remains first down. There we go. Yeah. It's a five-yard penalty for... An illegal substitution. So it's first down and five for Carroll. They're in Northside's end of the field at the Legends' 27-yard line with 5.50 to play in the third quarter. Chargers looking to add to a 14-point lead. I think Holly may have went down purposely to get some uh, extra time there. Four wide. Got Rudolph in motion left to right. That puts Trips on the wide side right. Drop back Sullivan. Looks left. Will go left. And he overshoots his man. He had over-the-top safety help coming over. And they're going to throw a flag. And now the question becomes, on a play like this, was it a catchable ball? Because that ball was way out in front of Hershberger. Now, you might have had the corner grabbing hold a little bit. But Tate Johnson was in center field. And he came over. And provided over-the-top help, and it forced Sullivan to just throw it incomplete. But they will get a penalty called on Northside. Just watching the replay there, and that, I mean, I'm not sure what you tell the kid there. I I really don't think he... Well, sometimes you run hip-to-hip, and you keep a hand on the guy. Yeah. But it's not like you're... You're obstructing or grabbing. Yeah, Handoff up the middle this time to Stark. Stood up at the line oh, of wow. scrimmage, but he just keeps churning and eventually falls forward for about a yard or two. Yeah. He deserved nothing. He got about two, two and a half yards on oh. that carry right up the gut a, by Nate Stark. A hard <laughs> two and a half yards. Well, and you know, a sophomore, just 160 pounds, only 5'7. Yeah. He's only going to get bigger as he matures. He, you know, and he already shows great strength at 160 oh. pounds. And he runs like, like I said, he runs like he's 190 because he ha- he's fearless about it. From the left hash, trip receivers to the right and a drop back. Sullivan looking that way. Here comes the corner blitz. Sullivan escapes one, can't escape two. Strip sack and Northside picks it up and then they get tackled. A turnover. For the Northside Legends, or for the Carroll Chargers, as Northside comes up with the football and a huge defensive stop. But what a job chasing down Sullivan from behind and giving him that chop to knock the ball free. A strip sack and a turnover, and Northside gets it at their own 26. Yeah, that was Bassett, Bassett on that one making a phenomenal play. He came from the opposite side 
ran down Sullivan, got the strip, and uh, it was almost a scoop and score. But uh, big turnover there for Northside. First and 10, Legends at their own 26. They'll run a forward flip on a a jet uh, sweep, bringing it near side. The run out to the 36-yard line. That's close to 10 yards. And that time they went to Jamarian White, a junior, who's listed as a safety, but he lined up specifically to carry the football on that play. Yeah, he did, and I don't think he likes being taken out here. He's like, give it to me again, please. It is a 10-yard gain and a first down to the 36-yard line. Quarterbacks like that play because it actually goes as a pass. Yeah, flipped it forward. I would have been at least 70% with that if I had that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a two-foot two foot underhand flip. That's Hand right. off to the running back, and Lambert will pound to the 40. That's a tough four yards for Jonte Lambert. 5'11", 180-pound junior running back for the Northside Legends. Second down and six. Clock runs. We're down to four minutes left in our third quarter. And it does seem like this game is taking an eternity. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing, and Northside really can't. they got to speed it up, too, because the clock's not their friend right now. Lined up second and six from their own 40-yard line. Dickerson will drop and look to throw. Looks, looks. Here comes pressure, so he reverses direction. And now he pump fakes, continues to sprint toward the far sideline, and he beats the man to the edge and gets all the way to the 44-yard line. I'll tell you, for a tall kid as he is, he's, a, he's really athletic. Yeah, he had to reverse direction to avoid one, and then he ran right into another guy coming from the other edge. And somehow he eluded him with a sidestep and then just sprinted it to the far sideline to pick up what he could. He sets up a third down and short. From their own 44, it's third and two. Their offensive line, too, is battling. I like to see that. Man in motion. They'll fake the sweep and then hand it on a counter play to Tay Johnson, and he's tripped up before he got the edge. And Tay Johnson may have stumbled short. No, they give him a yeah. very... A very generous spot for a first down out at the 46. And the Carroll fans not exactly happy with that. Well, you're out there toward the midfield where the stands, they got a pretty good line at it. Yeah. I got to agree with them a little bit that that was about as generous as you could make it on that counter play. First and 10 from their own 46, down by 14. North side with the handoff to Jonte Lambert. Follows his left tackle, and that's a big 6'5", 310-pound junior, Mitch Vargovich. And he will rumble for about seven yards inside the 50. He takes it to the Chargers' 48-yard line. I tell you, I'm impressed with him. Well, wait a minute. The official just did a sidestep. See, this, I'm going to bring this up, Shannon. He stood at the 48 holding the ball. And then sidestepped to the 47 and sat it down. Yeah. So an extra yard on the stat sheet yeah. goes to Lambert. It's second down, short three. Looked like an early jump in the offensive line. They give it to Lambert up the middle. Stood up at the 45. Uh -oh. And there's some extracurriculars and a flag comes flying. 
Yeah, I think that was. And Dylan Bennett. Bennett was in the middle of it. Yeah, I, that wasn't a very smart play there. And uncharacteristic of him. So this time it'll be the gift first down from Carroll to Northside. We saw the Legends make some mistakes in the first half that gave Carroll first downs on third down plays. This time it's would have set up a third down. It's going to now be a first down after the personal foul. That was actually not uh, Dylan Bennett. It was uh, let's see here. 23, I couldn't. That would be Ashton Pasetsky. Pasetsky, yeah. Defensive line. He kind of is the one that added the extra oomph. So they'll march this off. It's 15 yards. It's a biggie. It takes it all the way to the Carroll 30. you got to feel now, late third quarter, Northside really needs to take advantage here. Yeah, they need they need points. And uh, this is where a uh, part of the field where they've had trouble with mental mistakes, too. 28 to 14, Carroll leads, north side wow. the ball, quick blast right up the middle, Lambert rumbling inside the 25, he's down to the 22 yard line, that's a quick eight yards right up the gut by John Tay Lambert. You know, we're being, uh, we're getting a pretty good show tonight out of the two running backs, and differently in, uh, in, uh, in some ways, but similar in others. Uh, Lambert's the bigger kid, but and he ran for 210 yards yeah. last week against Bishop Dwenger. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, if there's scouts that are coming out thinking that they're uh, going to take some notes on Tay Johnson, this John Tay Lambert might get their attention. Oh, yeah, because he runs hard. He's downhill, plays with good pad level, decent size, yeah. 5'11", 180. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, chances are if. He gets missed. He won't get missed by Mr. Donnelly down the road. Yeah, he no, no, <laughs> no. I used to. I I love Kevin, but uh, he used to make me mad. <laughs> yeah, you thought you had a guy set up to swing him over to Manchester, and the doggone guy ends up in yeah. blue and silver. Yeah, that late phone call. Second down and two. They're at the 22 of Carroll. Ball on the left hash. Trip receivers to the right. Shotgun snap. Dickerson drops back. Now he's going to tuck and run. Heads over to the left sideline where it's wide open. He'll just scramble out of bounds after picking up a first down at the 16. Six-yard gain on the quarterback keeper by Bodie Dickerson. The drive stays alive. It's a first and 10 for Northside. They're in the red zone, down by 14, with a minute 39 left in the third quarter. You know, because of their depth issues and guys having to go both ways, can you imagine if they were a up-tempo, you know, true spread, quick offense? My goodness, they would, they would run people out of the stadium, I think, with the talent they have. This time they have it on the left hash. They put three receivers to the short side. And they'll give it to Lambert. Lambert looks for a hole. Nothing there. Stood up and he barely got back to the line of scrimmage. Carroll had multiple players in there to stuff it, including Jorge Valdez, the safety, who came up in run support and met the running back right at the line of scrimmage. I don't know if that's a safety blitz. Yeah, they they get that run blitz where they try to bring the get, you know the get, uh, linebackers in that a gap, and they're pretty good at it. At that time, they brought the safety from the back level who came up and stuffed Lambert. So it's second down end. Ball still sits at the 16. 
Two receivers each side. Drop back Dickerson. Now he'll dump it off to his outlet. Running back over on the left side. And Lambert will take it for no gain. He'll be chased out of bounds right at the stick at the 16-yard line. 49.5 seconds still remains in our third quarter. And it's a third down. And, in fact, they'll say he lost Lost a yard back to the 17. So it's third down and 11 in what you have to consider two-down territory for the Northside Legends. Yeah, they're going to have to take four downs here. How about this score? Huntington North up 26-20 in the fourth. Over East Noble. Yeah. Big one in the NE8. Here's the third down play. Roll out to the right. Dickerson has pressure. He keeps rolling. He's being chased near sideline. He'll lob it up back of the end zone and incomplete. A mass of people all collected at the same point. He was trying to set it up for Tate Johnson to go up and make a miraculous play, but uh, even Johnson couldn't get that one. So now it's fourth down and 11. He had a lot of bodies around him. <laughs> but he, yeah, still, he gets some attention. Yeah, he got a lot of bodies down. But even with double coverage in the back of the end zone, Dickerson still believed that his guy could make a play because he just kind of lofted it up to the back end zone line and hoped that Johnson would go up and get it. Yeah, and the best thing about that throw was it was out of the end zone. And now they're going to get a penalty for 12 men in the huddle. Yep. Legal mm. substitution. Illegal substitution. That's huge. You have a fourth down and 11, and now you get marched back. Fourth and 16. Yeah, fourth and 16 with the ball back to the 22. Yeah, we were talking before the game on that East Noble that they've always had some problems down there in Huntington in that environment for whatever reason. The new stadium this oh. year down in Huntington. Yeah, I guess they had a little problem with the turf because of the recent storms that went through earlier in the week. 39.4 seconds on the clock. Big fourth down facing north side. They're already down by 14. They need to close the gap, but this is tough territory facing a fourth down, 16 to go. And north side is going to take a timeout. Play clock was down to three when they got to the line of scrimmage. And Coach Ben Johnson decides not worth rushing this important play. So he takes one of his three second-half timeouts. So we'll take a break. 28-14. It's Carroll leading it over the Northside Legends. Northside facing a fourth and 16 when we return on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Late third quarter, a big fourth down and 16 facing the North Side Legends. Ball on the left hash. Two receivers to the right. Two receivers to the left. Jonte Lambert, the running back. Bodie Dickerson, five yards deep in the gun. He'll drop and look. Here comes pressure. He has to sidestep to his left, avoids it, throws, completed at the 10, 
And did they get the first down before getting knocked out? No, no. he stepped out right after making the catch at the 10-yard line. Yeah. Oh, he dumped it off and got the completion, but no room along that sideline to keep his feet in. Yeah, I was actually late getting it to him because he had got it to him a little bit sooner. Get out of room to uh, turn, turn up field. Yeah, yeah, and... Yeah, left him no room. His momentum, yeah. basically, when he made the catch, took him across the sideline. He he did cut up like maybe he could stay in bounds, but he was ruled out at the 10, so a turnover on downs. Carroll takes over. First and 10 at their own 10, leading 28-14. to 14. Shotgun for Jimmy Sullivan. And he'll hand off. Starks, a sweep over here to the left. Now he'll cut it back at the hash mark. And there's a flag thrown into the middle of the offensive line. And we know what that probably will be called as Starks goes down near the 13, a three-yard gain. But this is probably going to end up being half the distance against Carroll on a holding call. We've had a lot of yellow hankies on the floor tonight. I think I heard that Northside was penalized for over 100 yards in the first half. Holding. Offense. Half an instance to the goal. Still first down. So it's back to the five-yard line. First and 15 for Carroll. 22.7 seconds still to be played in a third quarter that started two days ago. <laughs> pizza's getting cold. <laughs> I might not even have a post-game show to go to. Now what do we have? I'm not sure what's going on now. The play clock's down to 10, and everybody's looking around at oh, each other. They're letting the clock run out because of quarter. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, there's about a second differential. And so the clock will run out, and that will be the end of quarter number three. Tough position for Carroll, but even tougher for Northside. They trail the Chargers 28-14 as we head to the fourth quarter next. It's your high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry. Online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S.com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell Gas Station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell Gas Station. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the coach, Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. Matt Klingenberger, our studio producer. To the fourth quarter we go here at Carroll. Chargers 28, Northside 14. And it is first and 15 from their own five for Carroll. Handoff goes to Starks. Not a lot of running room. Stacked up near the eight-yard line after picking up three. 
Second down and 12. Northside just failed late third quarter on a fourth and uh, fourth down play. They needed 16. They got 10. From the middle of the field, two receivers each side, single back, drop back to throw deep over the top, and there was a grab not called as they slowed down Gabe Starks. Not sure it was a catchable ball over his head out toward midfield. But Shannon, even I saw the grab as he (laughs) went past the defensive back. But a lot of flags in the first half. Not quite as many here in the second half relative to what we saw in the first half. But for some reason, it is still a slow-moving second half here at Carroll. Yeah. Just underway in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the play tonight, like we said, has been kind of in spurts, but really uh, out of whack at times. Got to be careful with this one. The sophomore quarterback facing third and 12 from his own eight. Drops back to throw. Here comes the pressure. He scrambles and finally gets chased across the sideline and then knocked down. Carroll fans want a late hit. I don't think they're going to get it. And Sullivan sacked back at the four. A loss of four on the play and now you've got a precarious situation with Sebastian Lopez having to get this snap with his heels almost touching the end line of the of the end zone. And you know what happened last week and this happened. Carroll to punt on fourth down from their own four. It's a good... No, he dropped, dropped it. it. Again. again, he dropped it and he just kicks it away. With his left foot, he had to use his off foot to kick it, Shannon. After dropping it, he picked it up. The pressure was coming, and he used his off foot to kick it. It went very short, only out to the 17-yard line. But the same thing. Yeah. Lining up at the end zone, he again drops the snap. He did the same thing against Snyder a week ago. Yeah, that hit him right in the hands. Yeah, that was a perfect snap. Yeah. Waist high. And I... I was ready to say good snap, and then all of a sudden the ball got free. He just fumbled it. Well, and this is the third time that Northside has gotten the ball in friendly territory. Down two scores, a chance to get right back in the game for the Legends. From the 17, here goes Lambert. Lambert cuts up at the hash marks following his right tackle, and he takes it to the 12, maybe even the 11. A solid five-yard pickup on first down by running back John Tay Lambert. You know, the other punt that he kind of kicked Sky up in the air, I think his heels were on the goal line, if I'm not mistaken. So he may have a little bit of mental block when it comes to that area of the field. From just outside the 11-yard line, little counter play to Lambert. He's met right at the line of scrimmage. Nothing there for Lambert on the second down carry. It's going to bring up a third down and five. We talked at halftime that we thought Northside needed to be more committed to Lambert and the run. They have been here in the second half, but it hasn't produced points. Right, and then they get into some predictable downs, and that just allows Carroll to kind of pin the ears back and come after you. Ball on the right hash facing third down and five from outside their 11 yard line. Good time for a screen here. Here comes the blitz. 
Dickerson, the blitz picked up. He rolls to the right to get some time. Throws to the end zone, and it's intercepted. Picked off by Braden Steely. Cut in front of the receiver over on the far sideline of the end zone, and Steely comes away with it. The interception for the Chargers. They come up with the big stop. I'm trying to see if that is Steely that made the pick. Yeah, I believe it was. Again, just trying to get... He's going to ring the bell. He came over here to ring the bell after his interception. Plus, he got the belt. He's got the... Yeah, he's got the belt, and he brings the bell. Yeah, the turnover belt. That kid has a nose for the football, and... Huge stop. He can make things happen. After the short punt, and that's twice that the Chargers have come up with stops after short Lopez's punts. Here they'll give it to Starks. Look at him rumble across the 25, even across the 30 to the 31. He got 11 yards and a first down. Boy, this guy's impressive. Yeah. You know, tonight again, Carroll's defense, which I think is the best in the SAC, has lived up to that billing because they had their backs against the wall again, and they've come away with turnovers, big sacks, tonight which could have been overly different with the field position that they've given up 9 12 to play carroll a 28 to 14 lead chargers have it first and 10 at the 31 again a give to starks this time he may have missed the hole he actually (laughs) cut right back into a defender at the 32 and was taken down after a gain of a yard or two yeah he cuts that one to the outside there and i think he's going to have a lot of green grass yeah outside was the left turn he took the right turn (laughs) so it is a second down and eight ball at the 33 yeah, I, I, I think you're going to see quite a bit of the ball on the ground here. When, you know, try to manage the clock. and Maybe they learned from Purdue last oh, night how to get, run the football when you've got a lead. Don't get me started on that one. Drop back Sullivan. Deep ball. Over the top. Caught! Oh, oh he dropped it. Hafner had it in his hands, and then it dropped inside the Legends 30. And it would have been... A big play for Hafner, his third touchdown of the game, but instead he will trot back to the huddle. Mikey Dye made a may have gotten a hand on it there late to, to, to just to knock it out of his hands. But the incompletion now sets him up with third and eight. Yeah, that was and it f- also stops the clock. Same exact play they scored on there, that little switch vertical route. Shotgun, drop back, Sullivan looking, throws deep over the top. This time goes for Hirschberger, and it's incomplete. Threw it too far. Had him actually with a step on the the uh, cover. But that is a tough ball to drop yeah. in. And you know who drops it in pretty well? A guy that just signed a $240 million <laughs> contract. Russell Wilson yeah. is probably the best deep ball thrower yeah, at laying is. it up and letting his receivers just keep running to it. That yeah. time it was just too far. And the incomplete pass brings up fourth down and here's Lopez to punt. And again a wow. shank. Kicks it off the side of his foot. And this one is going to go out of bounds. In Chargers territory, they mark it at the 45. It's a 12-yard Sebastian Lopez kick. Now, Shannon, as good as he is in the kicking game, you got to wonder 
Yeah, he's got, if they might have punting tryouts next week because it's been a tough night for Sebastian Lopez. Yeah, he's uh, he's had some shaky moments here again tonight in that, in that phase of the game. And last week he had the same thing happen to him. And uh, you got to have the ability to kick the ball away. Got an update from Bishop Lewers. Homestead comes from behind. They defeat Bishop Lewers 24 to 16. Wow. Big second half. Here is Dickerson. Takes the handoff. Keeps it himself. Right? Takes it <laughs> off right tackle and slides at about the 41 after picking up three yards. They might get him close to four. Second down. We'll call it seven. As the ball sits just inside the Carroll 42-yard line. 7.44 still to play here at Chargers Stadium. And Carroll leads it 28-14. to North side with the ball. Second down and seven. They're in Carroll territory. Inside the Carroll 42-yard line. Yeah, they're just being really lackadaisical here. Ball from the right hash. Trip receivers line up to the left. Shotgun snap. Dickerson looks to throw. Has to escape some pressure. Throws late near sideline. And adjusting to the ball in the air, the Carroll defender makes a play to knock it away from the intended target. Really good job because uh, there was a chance to complete that to Demarion Jones, the senior receiver. But the DB adjusted to the ball in the air, got his hand in there and stripped it out of Jones' hands. I was trying to see who that was because it kind of got all up in there. Yeah, I was trying to see if that was uh, Carson Vogt. Yeah, is that the defensive back number yep, 26, yep. a senior? That's who it was. Really nice play there. Big third down, seven to go. Drop back Dickerson. Quarterback draw. Dickerson cuts to the outside. He escapes the tackle, but then gets dropped down as he gets inside the 40. It will bring up a manageable. And almost short fourth down play here. It's going to be fourth down. Well, we'll call it three. But, uh, you know, you go third and seven. You get to a fourth and three. It's not a bad play. Now you've got the option if you want to hand it off to Lambert. You know, the mistake the north side's had in these fourth down plays is they need three, and they've tried to get the home run. When you need a single, you need to lay down a bunt. You swing for the fences. Let's see what they do here on a fourth down and three. Blitz up the middle. Quick hitch route outside. Completed for a first down. Taking it to the 25-yard line. Good play call and a really good strike from Bodie Dickerson. He completes that to Caden Hurst, junior wideout, and it moves the chains. First and 10 at the 24-yard line for Northside. 6-11 to play. Handoff, Lambert, wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Nothing going there. Carroll Reddit was right into the backfield, including Royce Jones, the senior from that defensive line. He, among other teammates, helped to make the stop on Lambert. He might have lost a half a yard. They sit it with the nose of the football just outside the 25. It's second down, about 11 to go. Clock keeps running. Northside has to start hurrying a little bit, you'd think. Drop back, Dickerson looking, throwing to the end zone. Far side and knocked away at the last minute 
by the corner, incomplete. Again, they looked for Caden Hurst. And again, the Carroll corner reacted to the ball in the air, got his hand in just as Hurst went to grab it and stripped it away. It's third down and 11. Clock stops with 531 left. Carroll, a 14-point lead. Northside trying to cut that deficit in half. From the right hash, three receivers left, one to the right. Dickerson, five yards deep, takes the snap. Rolls over to his left, looks for extra time. Keeps looking, now he'll throw it late and out of bounds. It'll be a fourth down for Northside. He's taking some shots now. I mean, he's... Well, and again, that's that... We <laughs> talked about it earlier, Shannon. When Carroll rushes just three, yeah. it seems to really cause indecision for Dickerson. He's not real sure who he wants to go to because everybody he looks at has a blue jersey somewhere in the neighborhood. Right, right. And, and sometimes when he gets out of the pocket there, he would be better if, you know, he could just come outside there get going and not even try to wait to the something to happen 521 on the clock a fourth down north side needs this one this could be the game drop back dickerson they'll go with a screen to the wide receiver carroll reads it perfectly no running room for demaria jones he'll go down and loses yardage back at the 27 that might have been a better third down play call than fourth down. Yeah. Carroll was all over it, and that will turn it over for the second time on downs. Northside gives the football up, and with 5.14 to play, Carroll up 28-14. to That might have sealed the deal in this one. Yeah, and I think if the young man there would have just kept coming, there may have been a chance, but I, I, I'm not sure that's the, like you said, the call there. It may have been better on the third down. Ball on the right hash for Jimmy Sullivan, the sophomore quarterback for the Chargers. They go left to right here in the fourth quarter. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, handoff to the running back, Nate Starks. Wrapped up in the backfield. What a play by Devon Doty. Yeah, what a game he's had. Got into the backfield and then just chased down and wrapped up Starks, who tried to take it the opposite direction and uh, just couldn't beat Doty, who came off the right tackle. And Starks tried to take it off left tackle. Doty still chased him down and threw yeah. him down after no game. He's had a really impressive ball game tonight. Quick off the ball. Has a nose for it, I guess you could say, and made a phenomenal play there. Second down and 10 for Carroll. Clock runs down to four and a half to play. Shotgun for Sullivan. Starks the lone back. And Starks will get the handoff. And again, no running room. Starks hit in the backfield. Falls forward to the line of scrimmage. But it's going to set up third down and 10. The clock will continue to run. Northside with two timeouts left. Carroll with all three. But we're going to tick down to under four minutes before Carroll snaps this third down play. Yeah, he's going to try to keep it, the clock run as much as he can. And Norwell has beat Leo. 27 to nothing. I think Norwell is legit. What a, if you heard my high school football picks of the week, I said that I thought defense might be the difference oh, and that Leo might struggle with that Norwell defense, and that seemed to be the case in point. 
screenplay. Nice one-handed catch by Starks, but better coverage by Brashawn Bassett, who chases down Starks and takes him down for a loss. The throw on the screen to the running back, a little high and behind him. He reached up with one hand, tapped it, and then brought it in. But that little delay in slowing him down on that swing screen is what the uh, coverage needed to catch up to him and take him down for about a four-yard, maybe four-and-a-half-yard loss. So it is a timeout now called by Northside with 3.27 left. It's a fourth down and almost 15 to go at the 23-yard line. It's going to be a punting situation, and this has been interesting tonight. <laughs> Let's see if they they do send Sebastian Lopez out to kick it. All-conference last year as a kicker in the Summit Athletic Conference. But his punting has been a struggle tonight. Yeah, and they're going to send him out there because he's got to fight through this. No wind to speak of. So it's going to be a kick left to right, north to south for Lopez. Waits for it at his own nine-yard line. Handles the snap, gets this kick away, and the Bronx cheer from the Carroll fans as it takes one hop, picked up by Lambert. He gets out of the grasp of the first man down, but can't escape the second. And actually, I I think that might have been Christian Newsom trying to see if that's zero that was on the return. Yeah, I... Well, regardless, it's first and 10 for Northside at their own 38. 3.15 to play with. It was they need zero. two scores. You were right. It was zero. So Tristian Newsom, a sophomore, 5'9", 152 on the return. And, you know, the problem with that is letting it bounce. Yeah. You've got to get those punts in the air. And it took one hop. And generally, you get them on a hop and... Takes that extra time to get a good grip on the football. And he actually escaped the first two guys. He slid right out of their grasp. Drop back Dickerson looks to throw on first down. Swings it out of the backfield. It's Lambert. The catch at the 40. And he'll rumble out to the 45. Coming up to make the tackle for the Chargers is Caden Switzinski, A six foot, 238-pound senior defensive lineman. It's a gain of about seven, second down and three at their own 45-yard line, but the clock keeps running. We're down to 2.50 left. Yeah, they're going to have to keep going here. Two minutes. Dickerson drops, looks, tucks it to run it, and dives across the 45 to the 47. He's about a yard short of the first down. It's going to be a third down and one, and Northside has to hustle. We're down to two and a half minutes to play. The clock keeps running. 28 to 14. It's Carroll with the lead. And Lambert had to come all the way back. He had actually gone deep downfield to get in the backfield. He's lined up now with 219 on the clock and gets the handoff. Boy, that's rough. And Lambert just powers to the 49 for a first down. Needed a yard, got two. <laughs> you know, the play before, Lambert had run some kind of a deep route out of the backfield because he was a good 20 yards downfield jogged all the way back about the moment he got to his spot they snap it <laughs> then they give him the ball 
Uh, here you go. First and 10 from the 49. Dickerson snaps a good throw. Caught out at the Carroll 46. Falling forward to the Chargers 44-yard line. That's a completion of seven yards. And again, in the field, it's yeah. going to keep the clock running with a minute 45. And Northside really not hustling all that much to the line wow. of scrimmage. And it might be the fatigue of playing both offense and defense. Dickerson drops. Here comes pressure. He escapes by rolling oh, to his okay. left. Got a man all alone on the right side of the field. And Dickerson never could see all the way across the field to throw it to him. But you actually had a receiver who ran without coverage. Yeah. A complete breakdown by Carroll. But because Dickerson scrambled to his left, the receiver running down the right sideline who had no one anywhere near him. Yeah, that was, was a, never seen. Yeah, that was a definitely uh, some type of broke, broken coverage there. Yeah, it's almost like, okay, they had three receivers on that side and only two guys bothered to go over and cover them. So now you've got a first and 10 at the 39 of Carroll. Minute 32 to play. Drop back Dickerson. Again, the pressure comes. He throws across oh. his body, middle of the field, in and out of the hands of his target at the 29-yard line. And that was Dylan Scheibel. First time we've seen him, and he had a good chance to make a catch on that one and had the dropsies. Yeah, you got to come up with that one. Does stop the clock with a minute 26 left. Still 28-14. to 14. Carroll looking to improve to 3-0. And Northside, their second loss in the first three games. And mathematically, nobody gets eliminated this early, Shannon. But right. two losses historically has been very difficult to come back from. Yeah, you've got to have a lot of help. And, and when your two losses are to Carroll and yeah. Snyder, you also yeah. don't have the tiebreaker if you're able to get back and get even with them. Right. So, it's a tough situation for Northside. We do have a timeout being called by the Legends. So a, a break here late in the game. After the game, we're going to have Shannon give a rundown of the scoring here. We've got IHSAA commissioner, I believe. I have not seen an update on the commissioner's corner this week. So I'm not sure if we'll have an updated five-minute chat with the commissioner, with the coach, Bob Lovell. And by the way, Shannon, before I forget, talked to Greg Rakestraw on the Sports Rush today, <laughs> and he wanted me to pass along his best to you. He knew that I would be spending some time with you in the booth, our Friday night date, and so he, uh, he used me as the conduit to get to you. And <laughs> Greg's a good man. He's, you know, he did a pretty good job on the Colts broadcast there in the pre, you know, the preseason. Has he done anything poorly? I don't think so. But, you know, you, uh oh, they're going to go trick play. They flip it to the back. It's Bassett, who was the former quarterback. He completes it over the middle. A missed tackle, and now a free pass down the far sideline. The ten, the five, finally hit and forced out of bounds at about the one yard line. They completed it to Jalen Ellis. And Carroll jumped the route instead of playing the man and allowed Ellis to not only make the catch but have a pretty clear path toward that far pylon. And it was just a sprint. And Ellis a yard short of getting in. 
Yeah, uh, hold the phone here now. Yeah, minute 12 still to be played. We likely will have an onside kick coming. Well, I'd get if Northside can get this in, but one of the keys here, Northside needs to score on the first or second play. You got to leave some time. They go power backfield, and Brody Dickerson will keep it. And Dickerson is crushed as he turns the edge just off left or right tackle, and he is hit head on and dropped at yeah. about the one and a half, maybe even the two yard line. He lost a yard, and the clock's going to run yeah. down to 53 seconds. You got to hurry up, young man, or take a timeout. You've lost. Got one timeout left. Still a power formation for Northside. Give this time to the running back. Lambert powers it in. Touchdown. From two yards out, Northside closing the gap. 28-20. to Now this is where it gets really interesting, Shannon, because Northside has no confidence in the kicking game. So they will likely go for two. 42.4 seconds remaining. Carroll 28. Northside 20. And it will be a two-point try, I believe. It's just amazing they didn't recruit a kicker. (laughs) I joke because... So many people think that that's the game in high school football now. Okay, so you've got a full house backfield, and you've got an option play. Rolling it to the right, that's going nowhere. You know, they went to that bunched-up formation where they bring the extra backs into the backfield, and it really didn't work on three consecutive plays. It just brought Carroll's defense in tight, and one-on-one right now, Carroll is fresher and stronger than Northside. Yeah. And they, they ran that play two plays ago, and it got swatted just like that. So I'm, I don't really play selection there. I'm not sure. It's I mean, it's a five- or six-yard loss by the time they got Dickerson to the ground, and he had nowhere to go. Yeah, if you're going to do that, I just get, you know, spread him out and give it to Lambert and let him power up in there like he did the play before because but that kid has just been. Now the disappointment running. is you're down eight. So even if you get the ball, now you've got to score and you've got to convert the next two-point try just to tie it and force overtime. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is right now, it's close to the identical score as we had last week, but a completely different type of ball game. You know, it just disjointed at times and... Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that was noticeable here in the fourth quarter is that Northside did not have a real hurry-up offense. Yeah, And so they lost a lot of valuable seconds in this fourth quarter with the clock running and taking their time, breaking the huddle and getting to the line of scrimmage and running a play. And you start adding up 10 seconds here, 11 seconds there. You know, you could add an extra minute, minute and a half of game time. No question. By the end of the quarter. Well, this is going to be an onside kick. It will be an onside kick, and I'm just curious who's going to kick it. They've got Ramirez listed as their regular kicker, but we rarely see him on the field. But they are lined up from the right hash, and here comes the onside kick. 
And we've got an offsides. They blew it dead. And Northside jumped across before the kick. So it's going to be marched off back to the 35. And Northside will have to try this again. And quite honestly, that was a very poor onside kick. Yeah. It was a line drive that overshot everybody, and Carroll was chasing it down somewhere inside the 30. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Now Starks is thinking, I better go back here. Now they put Because they had nobody behind their own 45, and now Starks is going to go sit back around the 27 no. just in case this ball gets past the front 10. Now they've got uh, Doty kicking it. <laughs> Here we go. The onside kick. There's a squibber. Perfect. A big hop. Ball's free. Now a scramble for it. A big pile up. And Northside thinks they've got it. They're jumping up and down. It's at the Carroll 45. And they give it to Carroll. Carroll gets the ball. And Carroll will hold on to win. 38.3 seconds. What a- they sorted through the pile and determined that the Chargers held on. And there's the football. And I think it is it's uh, Jorge Valdez. How about that? Yeah. The safety who got his hands on it and held on. Well. And then survived the dog pile. Yeah. Don't eat. Because you know, you know, Shannon, you've been through this before. Oh, yeah. You, you get the ball, and then everybody piles on. There's a lot of rust stuff going on at the bottom yeah, of that there, pile. There's a lot uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, jabs and such going on. And there's the victory formation. One knee for Jimmy Sullivan, and they're not going to have to do it again. So that's the final play of the ball game. The Carroll Chargers have improved to 3-0. And they've defeated the Northside Legends here at home. Final score, Carroll 28, Northside 20. Legends, their first three games, Snyder, Dwenger, and Carroll. They lose by two, they win by five, and here tonight, another one-score game as they fall by eight. We'll uh, send it to break when we return. Shannon Griffith with all the details on this one. We've got the Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show live from the Pine Valley Pizza Hut coming up. Podcasts by Federated Media.